0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: All right, we're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. They understand it's not just a mortgage. It's your mortgage. That's the difference. Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. Get your rock and Mortgage on, son. Sunday, the NFL on CBS features the Chiefs taking on the Titans or an NFC encounter between the Lions and Bears at Soldier Field. All beginning with JB and the guys on the NFL today at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific on CBS. Our toll-free hotline on CBS Sports Radio is 855-212-4227. It's brought to you by Geico. Great news. You can save a bunch of money like Carver Hyde did. Here's what he did. He went to geico.com and in 15 minutes he saved like 15% on his car insurance. And that made hot Nicole very happy alright five two one two four 4 855-212-4CBS to get on. It's time for another exciting double segment, first half, second half of your blowout calls with Jamie, the one and only Eisenberg of CBSSports.com, CBS HQ, and, of course, CBS Sports Radio, Saturday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern with Eye on Fantasy Football. He's been on the bench now for, like, two decades doing Friday nights. And you saw what happened last Friday night when I wasn't here. It tanked. When I'm here and he's here, it's rock star status. Right, Jamie?
0: Of course. There's nothing without you.
1: It's true. I have nothing bad to say about anybody. I just heard that without our magical potion together, that it's not the same cocktail, if you know what I mean.
0: I... Listen, I follow your lead, my friend. So wherever you take me, I'll follow.
1: Listen, uh, I-, I wanted to say a couple things before. I- and get on the phones now, 855-212-4CBS to get on with Jamie because you suck at picking your fantasy lineups, and he doesn't. He wins like 75% of the uh, leagues he's in. At the end of the year, the guy's raking cash like you're raking your wet leaves in your yard, you loser. Anyway, here's the deal. You say that your boy, famous Jameis, is the man this week. And, uh, give me the reason why, because like, I'm still trying to ride this guy, uh, basically out of Tampa, like it, it, you know, it's the end of the road, but then I hear all these people that are going to give him possibly a two-year little, uh, deal to keep him there to make sure that they're making the right decision. What do you know about him and why is he your hot choice this week?
0: Well, this is, I think where fantasy and reality differ, you know, reality wise, he's obviously struggled and, um, you know, you have to understand fantasy wise that you're going to have to take the good with the bad because there's probably going to be a turnover or two. There'll probably be a couple throws in the game. Where we're you cringe. But by the end of the day, the numbers, whether they win or lose are typically good for him because they struggle to run the ball. The defense is not very good. And so it's just the nature of the offense. But this week really it's a lot about the matchup Arizona's defense is bad. Uh, six quarterbacks have lit them up for over 30 fantasy points. That's a big number. And so I think it's going to be a good situation for James this week. And so in terms of like his long-term appeal in Tampa, uh, I think you kind of hit it on the head. You know, they, they want to make sure that they're making the right evaluation with Bruce Arians' offense. So, you know, it's, it's, it's he's one of those
1: quarterbacks that you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. And you don't have
2: somebody
0: that's capable, and I guess they think he's capable.
1: He actually had a great game in uh, Seattle, right? Wasn't that that where the game was like, I thought he looked better than ever. I agreed with Arians on that uh, game that he, you know, played maybe one of his best games ever. Uh, It's so unbelievable watching that guy play, like, you know, from one week or two weeks to the next couple weeks where he'll be, like, you know, fantastic, and then he'll be awful. I just can never figure that guy out. Do you think that he's uh, a good pro football quarterback? Seriously?
0: I do. I mean, you know, is he a top 10, top 15 guy? Probably not. But, you know, I think when you look at the league itself, you know, and you're trying to figure out is is Sam Darnold good, is Baker Mayfield good, is, you know, we've seen now Marcus Mariota not good, you know. So if he's showing you that he's making strides in the offense that he's in now because he's been in so many different offenses and so many different playmakers around him, that finally you have two top-tier wide receivers – you're starting to hopefully build an offensive line. But Bruce Arians has proven that he can get great production out of his quarterbacks more so as a coordinator than a head coach. And I think if they do have the opportunity to make a team-friendly deal, you do so, and then if you get the opportunity to draft the guy that you can develop as well, that's not a bad move to make.
1: I think that uh, – I know you said to sit Baker Mayfield. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Uh, but you like Daniel Jones as a sleeper. I think Daniel Jones and Sam Darnold both suck.
0: Uh, that might be true, but they're playing two defenses that both suck, you know. And so, oh. it's what's going to give. Is it going to be an offensive performance for each team, or is it going to be a defensive performance that they just, you know, kind of vomit all over, or not a defensive performance, but that they just vomit all over each other like we've seen. So, um, it, it's not a lot of love for Daniel Jones because he doesn't have two of his premier playmakers, right. Evan Ingram and and Billy Shepard. But in a week where you're you're down six teams and three big time quarterbacks without Sean Watson, Tom Brady, and Carson Wentz. Teams have to pivot somewhere fantasy-wise, and so you look at matchups, and hopefully Daniel Jones plays well. All
1: right, here we go. Uh, we'll take your calls now, 855-212-4CBS to get on with Jamie. He's very popular. Antoine in San Francisco, you're on CBS Sports Radio. I need
0: help for a flex spot. Damian Williams, A.J. Brown, uh, Ridley, or Crowder. Actually, flex the N.Y. receiver, so I need I need two of those for yeah, I, I think, you know, the receiver comes down to Crowder or Ridley. I think the flex should be Damien Williams. You know, what he showed last week, I hope, is something that he could build off of where he, you know, dominated the snaps compared to LaSalle McCoy. Forget about the big run, which was nice. But the playing time, I think, is what you look for there. So I'd play him at the flex. Uh, if it's PPR, I think that's what you said. I'd go with, uh, with Jameson Crowder. You know, in, in the games where Sam Donald has actually played well, Crowder's been a big reason why. So I like Crowder this week.
1: All right, Hansel. I have a good weekend. Uh, Dave in Wisconsin, you're on a bench. Hey buddy, you got
0: Deshaun Watson on Biden, two two different leagues. One league is a four-point touchdown, one's a six-point touchdown. Here are my three choices. Now you get a minus two or a minus three for interceptions. This is what sucks. You got Allen playing Green Bay, Jones against the Jets, or Tannehill. Thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah, if those are the three for both leagues, I think Tannehill is your best bet. You know, uh, he, he's actually played well, um, certainly in comparison to Marcus Mariota. But his fantasy numbers have been good for three straight games. And I think you look at the matchup, the Chiefs on the road versus the Chiefs at home, different scenario for how that defense performs. So even though we don't have Corey Davis or Delaney Walker, I think you're going to see certainly John Smith step up. And, and uh, Ty's Sharp Sharps actually played well the last couple of weeks. So I like Daniel this week.
1: All right, 855-212-4CBS. Why aren't you on the phone with Jamie? Because you realize how terrible you are at running your fantasy team and all your friends are kicking your ass in your leagues. It's time to finally repent. Call Jamie now and get the right answers of what to do. James in Pittsburgh on the fan. You're on CBS Sports Radio.
0: Hey, Jamie. uh, PPR, I need uh, two running backs out of these three, and I'm having problems with it. Uh, Jalen Samuels, Mark Ingram, Todd Gurley. Thank you. Yeah, it's funny. uh, Something you probably never thought you'd say for the last couple of years, but Todd Gurley's the odd man out. Um, Ingram's got just such a good matchup against Cincinnati this week, and, you know, he's, he's been good. Uh, we saw last week still you know, 100 yards against the, the Patriots. And then Jalen Samuels without James Conner. Uh, Benny Snell's banged up. Um, I know the matchup's a little bit tough against the Rams, but he's going to be so involved in the passing game, and I think he's going to get at least 20 touches, if not more. So I like those two guys over Gurley. All
1: right, uh, Pat in Ohio, you're on the bench. What's going down, Pharrell? Hey, bro. Jamie and Pharrell is in effect. Whoever's in listening is getting wrecked. Pack it up, pack it in. Let me begin. I called in so I could win. CBS is the cream of the crop teaching me how to add drops. Is, is this, I, this I, guy, I, like, I, is he, like, doing a rap video or something on my show? Is he really? You lose.
2: I mean, are we kidding me here?
1: Like, I, not, seriously, dude. Are you, are you really? Honestly, like, I'm, someone's going to have to come over there and smack you around a little bit.
0: So, so just to give you some background, Pat calls our show Saturdays every week, and he does his this little rap, which is usually fantastic. Uh, I know it's not for everybody, but uh, Pat usually is, uh, is a very entertaining caller. Oh,
1: okay, well, then that's my bad because I don't know these things. And so, like, for me, it was like a, a car driving in my lane head on. Sure, sometimes
0: you got, you, got, you got to know your audience. So, yeah, okay, I didn't Pat, know what Pat,
1: that was. I was like, Pat, is this guy Pat. doing a concert or what, what's happening here?
0: You should save those for Saturday night.
1: Maybe. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what was happening there, but it caught me off guard. I, I was like, at first I was like, all right. And then I was like, no, no, this isn't happening, is it? And then now that I know, I would have let him do his thing. If I would have known you guys had this special bond, I would have probably let it uh, continue. Sorry about that, Pat. My bad. Uh, Austin. I'm not really sorry. Austin and California. <laughs> Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, I, I had no idea it was open mic night tonight
0: on the bench. But uh, My goodness. Quick, quick question regarding uh, Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry. Uh, long term, what do you guys think? I mean, long term, it's, uh, it's a little frustrating right now, obviously. um, you know, Hopefully they get things straightened out, but, you know, you're starting to hear trade rumors or, or rumors about you know Odell maybe being traded and that would not be a surprise if things failed to the level that we've seen for the rest of the year now. They're going to get the Bengals coming up soon. That's a good situation. We'll see if what uh, Baker Mayfield said this week about, you know, force feeding the ball to, to Odell, that helps. But, I mean, I think you know what Landry is at this point. Two years in Cleveland, he's not a must-start receiver. And then
1: Beckham, I think there'll be better days ahead. But right now it's just been frustrating. All right, let's go to uh, Trey in Pittsburgh. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, what's up? Hey, man. I
0: got uh, a Patrick Mahomes. He's been hurt. And then I got Daniel Jones, and I picked up
1: Kirk Cousins while Patrick Mahomes was hurt. And I'm not sure if he's a good play coming off an injury.
0: Oh, there's no way you're playing Daniel Jones or Kirk Cousins over Patrick Mahomes. I would take Patrick Mahomes left-handed on one foot compared to those two guys. Uh, you know, it's it just, yeah, I, I get it. And then, and then, you know, hopefully he doesn't take a hit on the knee or the ankle's a problem. But if they feel comfortable enough with him being out there, you're playing him
1: 100%. Yeah, I wouldn't start Daniel Jones in a Pop Warner game. I'm not kidding. Like he's just fumbling, throwing picks. It's gotten worse by the week. And I know you said they're playing the Jets. I'll give you that. But they're 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 both so bad. Like my, do you know the story? Here's the story, Jamie. 34C tried to lure me into uh, going to the Jet Giant game with a bunch of punk ass teenagers and uh, all their dads or whatever. And I was like, B, I'm not going to watch the Jets and Giants. She's like, Well, all these other dads are going. I go. Ah. I don't care what they're doing. Well, your son's not. I said, my son's, he doesn't want to hang out with me either. When he goes to the football game with 10 of his buddies, what, what do you think they want to do? When I was with 10 of my buddies, I wanted to go up at where the, you know, the the, the circular, like in the hard rock. I go out there and smoke a fatty with my 10 friends. i to go <laughs> into my game with my dad. Are you kidding me? Like when you're a teenager, you hate your dad, don't you? At least I think you do. I would uh-huh.
0: Yeah, I, I can see where that would be something you want to
1: avoid. You know what I mean? Like, when your dad goes with you as like a chaperone to some game, the last person they want to talk to and hang out with is your dad. Honestly. I You know what i go to my dad for when I was a kid was money. That was it. Like, give me some money. I don't care about anything else. I don't care about you or anything else. Give me some cash. Here we go. Uh, Scott in Philly. You're on with Jamie.
0: Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey. Um, so I'm in a... PPR league, Jamie. I need a flex. I have uh, Curtis Samuel, Darius Slayton, Auden Tate, or actually have his uh, teammate Alex Erickson. Which would how would you play? Yeah, I, I think the safe play is probably Samuel. You know, you got a bang up Packers secondary, and there's uh, always the scenario of you know them chasing points because I think the Packers will score playing at home. Uh, I like Darius Slayton though, and, and I know Scott's probably going to disagree with me just because it's the Giants and Daniel Jones, but. You know, they, they have, again, no Evan Ingram, <laughs> no, no Sterling Shepard. And we saw two games ago in a matchup that Daniel Jones played well in against the Lions, uh, Slayton scored twice. So I would play Slayton, but I could certainly understand the want to play Curtis Hamill just to play Tick.
1: All right, now let me ask you this question. Seriously, on on any day ever, would you ever pay money to go watch the Giants play the Jets in a football game? With the way those two teams are playing right now, like literally, I think that the both teams should pay the fans to go to the game. They should pay you twenty bucks to sit there.
0: I'm obviously a sicko, so I would like to you know see a football game. So I don't know how much I would pay, but I would go pay. Uh, But I I get the point. You are uh...
1: such a dork. Like you don't listen. Here's the deal. You don't go uh, – do you go to watch the crappy Dolphins play?
0: No, I, I, I don't because that's I work right. every Sunday. But, uh, that's uh, right. <laughs>
1: and Don't lie to me. You wouldn't go even if you weren't working. I, I
0: will say this, though. I wouldn't go pay to watch the crappy Hurricanes play. That's for sure.
1: Shut your face. <laughs> all right, we'll come back and talk to Jamie and take all your second-half calls. Call the show, 855-212-4CBS. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench. Can't believe the Knicks won tonight. I really can't. I was very happy. Uh, We're talking to Jamie Eisenberg. You got to check out his show on Saturday night right here on CBS Sports Radio. It's called I Am Fantasy Football at 10 p.m. Eastern. You see him on HQ on CBS and also, obviously, CBSSports.com. He's the man. He's the king of fantasy all over the world. They all know who's the best, and we do, too, on the bench. He's been on my show forever. And every Friday night we blow out with Jamie. It's the second-half kickoff now. Let's take your calls. Dave in Green Bay, you're on CBS Sports Radio.
0: Yeah, I have a question for a flex spot here. Uh, I got Tevin Coleman going right now, but I have a choice between LeVon Bell or Jamal Williams. Yeah, I mean, look, if Le'Veon plays, I think you play him. Um you know, it's going to be interesting to see how these two teams approach this game. Obviously, Le'Veon's not 100%, and, and Tevin Coleman's a great fallback option just in case Le'Veon's out. But the Giants' defense is bad. Uh, I think he's going to get a ton of touches. It's the battle for New York. It's Bell versus Barkley. You know, so I think it's a, it's a big game coming for on as long as he's out there.
1: All right, Dave. Uh, Rob in Buffalo, you're on a bench. Yeah, I was just looking, and I know it sounds like a dumb question, but Latavius Murray, I, I know they're playing the Bengals, which, or David Johnson, he's kind of injured, but not injured. Yeah, I, I think what
0: you do is you go, uh, you go David Johnson. And, um, just with the chance of, you know, what his ceiling is and hopefully he delivers I, I get late Latavius Murray and, you know, the storyline of maybe Alvin Kamara, you know, giving him some touches or helping him out, but, um, you know, I I, I would still so stick with David Johnson, even in a tough matchup against Tampa
1: You actually had, though, listed Latavius Murray as one of your guys to start and go with.
0: Yeah, that's just the, the nature of how we do things because David Johnson, when he is right, is more obvious than Latavius Murray. People have more questions about Latavius Murray. In this case, I can understand why there is a, a question, but I think you just stick with David Johnson.
1: How do you think uh, Kareem Hunt will do? I think you're talking about maybe 10, 12 touches tops.
0: Um, you know, if he gets, you know, a drive and he gets going, they'll stick with him. But Nick Chubb hasn't been a problem. You know, he's been their best offensive player. And you know, if they go away from him too much, I think that's a mistake. So, give Kareem Hunt the chance to, you know, knock off the rust, get going. You know, it's been basically, you know, two years since we've seen him out there. So, um, uh, you know, a full full calendar year. So, you know, hopefully he gets out there and plays well. But I think, you know, it's uh, it's still Nick Chubb's job in his backfield.
1: All right, 855-212-4227 to get on with Jamie Eisenberg. Steven Fairfax.
0: Hey, Jamie. Thanks for taking my call. So I'm wondering if I should go in the flex position in the standard league, Joe Mixon or A.J. Brown? Yeah, I'd I actually play A.J. Brown over Joe Mixon. I know that's a surprise, but, you know, you don't want to play the running back going against the Ravens, especially with Ryan Finley making his first start. You know, who knows how that offense will look. And now you have the situation of no Corey Davis, but hopefully an uptick in targets for A.J. Brown. He's been fairly consistent, better in PPR than non-PPR. But, again, I think, you know, Joe Mixon is basically just banging his head against the wall going against that Ravens defense.
1: All right, Steve, have a good weekend. Rick in New York You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up? Hey, uh, hey uh, bro, can you give me a nice Colt 45 right now? Can we get him a, a beverage from the Forella Pub? Why not? It's flowing as usual on a pain-free Friday. Go ahead. Sweet, sweet. Two questions. Hey, I'm six and three. I started uh, Rivers this week,
0: and I just picked up Bulls. Um My first question, is it time to uh, bench Rivers? And also, and is it time to uh, cut ties with A.J. Green? He's been holding a bloster spot for too long. He hasn't played in a year. I know. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, look, with A.J. Green, it's a matter of do you need something And he's the last guy to cut. And if that's the case, then the answer is yes, because I don't know if he's going to play this year. If you're A.J. Green, why would you play this year with a contract year on the line and the quarterback situation being what it is, the team being what it is. So um, it may not be something that you need to hold on to. I would stick with Rivers one more week simply because they're playing the Chiefs at home, and I think he'll be chasing points and having to throw. So I like him better than Foles next week, but that's as of now. We'll see what happens going into – the start of week eleven.
1: I like your call on Emmanuel Sanders and on Cole Beasley. I think uh, Beasley's starting to show up with Allen in Buffalo.
0: Yeah, he scored in three straight games. You know, it's a uh, it's a situation where the targets have actually come down. I'm surprised by that. I thought that he would actually still be um, you know a little bit more involved. But the fact that they're using him in the red zone situations, uh, the receiving core is sort of developing a little bit uh, with John Brown, the two young tight ends, and so they're you know throwing the Devin Singletary a little bit more as well. But um, he's he's got a, a decent floor,
1: you know, just based on his fantasy numbers,
0: uh, but his ceiling has yet, to, I think, to be reached. So hopefully that happens. And then Emmanuel Sanders is just been very good in the two games with with San Francisco thus far. Well,
1: that's going to be a great game Monday night. Steve in DC, you're on with Jamie Eisenberg. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, dude. So
0: I'm am stuck right now. So I could either do Russell Wilson or Dak Prescott PPR. Yeah, I I think the the. I guess you you have the opportunity, the luxury of of, of waiting. And I was gonna say, you know, we want to see what happens with Amari Cooper, but the fact that Russell Wilson plays Monday night, you'll know. So if Russell, if uh, if Amari Cooper's out there, then I think it's easy to go with Dak. Um, easier matchup for him. You know, the Vikings secondary has been a little bit more forgiving to quarterbacks, obviously, than San Francisco's has. So I like Dak a little bit better than Russell Wilson. All right, but again, as long, as long as Cooper's out there.
1: Well, let's try Jay in New Jersey. What's good, guys? So, Jamie, uh, two quick things. I'm,
0: uh, I'm in a PPR league, four points uh, for passing touchdown. Uh, Juju or Jamison Crowder Crowder, or and uh, Prescott or Josh Allen? Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, I'd go with Prescott. Um, you know, again, I think when he's at home, primetime game, I think he'll step up and play well. Uh, I actually like Jamison Crowder better than Juju. Uh, you know, again, in the games where you've seen Sam Darnold show some semblance of being a good quarterback, it's been because Crowder's been involved. He's, uh, you know, slot receiver in Adam Gates offense. And, you know, he's had three very good games so far this season. Juju's going to get Jalen Ramsey. I think that's going to be tough for him.
1: Uh, All right, Jay. You like that uh, Zane Gonzalez kicker as well uh, for Arizona.
0: I think in all the years we've been doing this, that's the first time you've asked me about a kicker. It is. Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, you know, he's uh, – this is one of my rare kicker notes. Um, He's got 10 or more fantasy points in three of his last four games, and Tampa Bay allows the most fantasy points to opposing kickers.
1: I think it's amazing that, uh, frankly, that the game has become so important uh, with the kicking aspect and has become such a factor in the NFL. Like every single week, I haven't seen one week go by where a game isn't decided by a field goal or a couple games or uh, seen multiple misses of field goals and extra points. It is amazing to me what's happened to NFL kicking. I think it's disastrous.
0: Well, think about the game last night. Had the Chargers played a little bit smarter and not tried to go for all these downfield throws and just, you know, chip their way down the field, they're going for a game-winning field goal because Carlson missed the extra point after the Jacobs touchdown. It should have been 27-24. It was 26-24. And, again, if the Chargers didn't, you know, sort of just completely collapse and Rivers completely collapsed, they may have been in the position to win that game with a,
1: uh, a long field goal. All right, lastly, Mike in Pittsburgh on the fan.
0: Hey, I got two questions. I got Russell Wilson or Kyler Murray, Standard League, only because of the matchup. And I have Kenny Galde and questionable Amari Cooper playing right now with Devontae Parker and Golden Tate on my bench. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think you know, typically we get a lot of good reports from Dallas, whether it's the the National Insiders or the the guys covering the team, Todd Archer, for example. Uh you serve with Todd at the Palm Beach post, he's fantastic for ESPN Dallas. Um, you know, so they'll give you the the updates, I'm sure, before Sunday night, if Cooper's gonna be out there. If he plays, I think he's your best play, along with Galda. You know, both are, are fantastic. You have some good backup options with Tate, probably over Parker. Um if Cooper's out. But I think for the quarterback position, I'd go with Kyler Murray just again. You know, like you said, the matchup is fantastic against Tampa Bay, and I think that game's going to be a shootout.
1: Did you enjoy the cocktail party last week, Jamie?
0: Uh, no, I did, not. <laughs> I did not.
1: How about your you know boy? What, you
0: know what hey. else I didn't enjoy? I didn't enjoy you guys getting Willie Taggart fired because now they're going to get a better coach at Ford State.
1: Yeah. Maybe Dion.
0: Uh, that, that would be fun because three years, we'll find out what the scandal is going to be, you know, when they uh, tear down the program there. That's, yeah. that, that's the case.
1: I don't know if I uh, believe it or not that he'd go there. What a disaster that program's become. And I thought Miami was bad. But, uh, listen, uh, have a great weekend. Uh, Enjoy the games. Great stuff tonight on the bench. Always a pleasure, Jamie.
0: Pharrell, you're the best. Go Gators.
1: All right. Screw you, Jamie. Uh, Jamie Eisenberg, everybody. Check him out on uh, Saturday night on the network at 10 o'clock with I on Fantasy Football. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench. All right. Don't forget to sign up for PharrellOnTheBench.com. Certainly, one of the good reasons would be is that I've been on fire! A 70% week in the NFL. Last week was my fifth week in the 70 percentile bracket. Last week, 5-0-1 in the top six plays, 9-4-1 in uh, spreads. 70%, son. it's dangerous. And then uh, how about last night, uh, Thursday night, 25-6 and 6 in my bets. 81% of my bets covered, straight up, documented, no joke, no games. It was just strictly... Raiders to win, Raiders plus one and a half, seven and one NBA, five and one in college basketball, three and one in college football, and eight and three in the NHL. 81% of my bets covered. Last week in college football, 66% of my bets covered. I hit my top five bets, six of my top seven. I mean, all I do is make you money. Hide the money from your wife. com. It's F-E-R-R-A-L-L. Sign up. Get all my snags this weekend. Watch what happens. Michael in South Carolina, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Scott, Ferrell. how you doing, man? Hey, Mike. Hey, so a big game tomorrow. I am going to ask, can LSU um, pull up the upset and beat Alabama? Yeah, I got to see it uh, to believe it. I, I really do. I-, I think that they certainly have a very good football team. There's no denying that uh, they're going to be lit. They're going to be ready. Uh, they are as good as anybody in the country. They can play with anybody. And then we'll find out if they're able to convert that into a win of epic proportions in Tuscaloosa. Because that's what it's going to take, right? This isn't some kind of walk in the park. This isn't, uh, you know, uh, you know going on the road and, and, you know, beating Missouri, okay? This is, and no offense to anybody at Missouri, but, th- you know, that's the reality of this. They're playing in Tuscaloosa against Alabama. You know, last year, whatever it was, they were, everyone was saying the exact same thing that if I remember correctly, that LSU was going to beat Alabama in Baton Rouge, right? And what happened? 28 nothing, right? So I've heard all this before that I can take, that, you know, LSU is going to beat Alabama. This is the year. They've been saying that forever. Bottom line is, you're playing them in their building. Good luck. Not only is Alabama, I think, better than LSU, I think they're going to get the calls, and they got their boy Tua back, and... I'm sorry, I'm not taking, and I'd love to see LSU beat them. I really would. I'm all for it. Uh, That's the game plan. Uh, I want to watch LSU beat Alabama more than anybody. But I I don't believe, I really don't, and I think Ed Orgeron's done a really good job in, in, you know, Baton Rouge, for sure. And I think a lot of that has to do with talent. Like when he was a coach at USC for a while, right? Uh, He didn't win because they had talent, but they didn't have LSU talent. So I think he's looked really good at LSU because they're loaded with talent. They get great players that go there, and they get great recruits, and that's all there is to it, the best of the best. And so I think he's done a really good job with what he's afforded, and I don't believe he's a better coach than Nick Saban at all. Carver, High.
2: Yeah, listen, very few are on Nick Saban's level, that's for sure. It just goes back to they go every year, they don't beat them. They haven't beat them since 2011. Every year Alabama beats them. Last year people thought the same thing. It was twenty nine nothing. I get there's it's different teams. I understand that stuff, but you know it's the song remains the same here. Alabama beats LSU every year. It's just that simple. That's a great at least since Led at least Zeppelin since, song. At least since Nick Saban's been in town. I think Saban's only lost to the lost to him twice uh, since he's been there, and he's got a whole bunch of other wins besides. I mean him. they've beaten
1: him, uh, but you know what, how many times I wonder has he played him. Uh, you know, eleven, twelve times he's he's won nine or ten of them. I mean, it's it really is. It's it's you know pretty much total world domination, isn't it? Can we go back to the uh, song remains the same comment? Uh, Led Zeppelin song remains the same. You like that one, Mafia? Is that a strong effort right there?
2: Of course, I think Zeppelin's a strong effort.
1: True enough. A little surprised that uh, Mafia hasn't played the song up to this point. He's ten
2: and three against LSU. Ten
1: and three—that's pretty good. <laughs> That's really good. Well, I wonder. Not. I don't want to have to delve too deep into this. When is the last time? So twenty eleven is the last time they beat him, and was that in Tuscaloosa or in Baton Rouge?
2: They beat them in Tuscaloosa in 2011. That was the 9-6 overtime game. That was a number one versus number two game as well. Wow. And then later that year, Alabama beat them in the national title game 21 nothing.
1: Alabama beat them 21 nothing. Do you think that um, that the number is, is where it should be? Should it be a three-point spread or what is it, five?
2: Yeah, somewhere in that area. It's been ho- hovering around five or six. Um,
1: Do you feel that the number is um, – it opened at seven – and then now it's at six. Do you think the number's right? Or should it be shorter?
2: I think the number's right. Give
1: me that Led Zeppelin. Here we go. Come on. Crank it up. This is always one of my favorite songs they ever did. Come on. don't The bass. Boom 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 ba ding ba ding ba It's fantastic. All right. So, do you feel uh, Daniel Jones or Sam Darnold could become uh, New York's next great quarterback? That's what they're saying here. Uh, I have to tell you. And, you know, I know it's just, you know, way dangerous to say, you know, this early. And, but what are they? Is, is Darnold in his second year?
2: Darnold's second, and the first for Daniel Jones. Right.
1: Well, I knew that, but the the deal is is that I don't I don't think either one of them are good. I re, I really don't. Like I'm watching this guy now. R- do you remember when they drafted him and everybody booed and they were all miserable? I said a million times, I'm like, this guy was never even good at Duke. <laughs> what makes you think he's going to be so great in the NFL? Now, he had a bunch of success in the preseason against, you know, garbage men, but uh, did he? Uh, has he done anything against starters? Nothing. He's done nothing, right? He's done absolutely, he's been miserable. And then Sam Darnold, who we've been hearing about, his great arm and how great he is, uh, not only has he missed a ton of games, right, but he's, because of injuries uh, and mono and whatever else, but... He hasn't been any different than he was, frankly, at USC, just throwing stupid picks left and right. Is he not that guy? That's who exactly who he's been. I mean, next great quarterback. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't even think either one of them will ever be great. Do you really believe that, that that uh, either one of them is going to be a great a quarterback? A great quarterback, that's what it says here. Great quarterback. I mean, honestly... And then they said, here, stop laughing. We're absolutely serious. This is a Bleacher Report uh, article. Great quarterbacks. Neither one of them will... uh, Neither one are great. Neither one are good. Neither one are even good. I mean, they're both average at best, at best. In fact, I think uh, Daniel Jones' rookie season has been a disaster, and I think that Sam Darnold sucks. He throws tons of picks, and he's had one good game this year. That's it. And the rest of them he missed or, or played crappy.
2: You know, great is a very hard word to throw around when you have a conversation like this because, you know, how many quarterbacks really become great? Are you, when you say great, are you saying Hall of Famer? Are you saying, you know, what are you, what are I you saying? I like, guess great would be that. I mean, how many quote-unquote great quarterbacks are there in the NFL right now? There's a lot of good ones. How many great ones are there? Brady. Brady, Rodgers, Breeze, Br- Rodgers. There's other guys we can find and to, to maybe wedge into that conversation. Maybe on the outside, Big Ben and Rivers. You know, you get you get some guys in there too. But Russell Wilson, yeah, I'd put him know, in there. And and then Mahomes and Watson are are the, out of the young guys. You could probably start to push into that great. I mean, you have to put Mahomes there. The guy threw fifty touchdowns and won an right. MVP in his first season, so he he's there. He's been great. He's been great through less than 20 starts he's been you know or, tw- or about 20 whatever it is but that great is such a hard thing to to do I mean was you have to consider Eli was great for the Giants right because he won two Super Bowls maybe uh, the numbers don't look that way you know year in year out but when you win two Super Bowls you're considered great aren't you from your fan base I, I, I at least. guess
1: you are but I, I think that uh, he had two great days yeah, no question. And he, and he, but I think that he had way, way, way too many bad days to be great.
2: So if you take him out of the equation, then when's the last time that you know, this person talking about the Jets and the Giants, when's the last time the Jets and the Giants had a quote-unquote great well, quarterback? I then? guess it would be him. Other than other than him, when has this town had one? They've had think, some good
1: ones. You know, it, what's weird about it is I think that Jones is eerily similar to him in his game. I think that he's it's like watching him all over again.
2: Yeah, but they'll take it all over again if that's what if it brings him the same place that Eli did.
1: I got a hard time believing that guy's going to a Super Bowl. But you know, stranger but, but things have happened. Thing. Stranger People things probably said
2: that about Eli his first 2 years in the league too. So, you, you just you don't know.
1: You don't know. But I I have a real hard time grasping great with either one of these two. I mean, I couldn't even believe it when I saw the story to begin with.
2: I mean, the big thing with both is going to be what happens after the season as far as coaching changes and the system they bring in, the guys that are going to be there to mentor them because the guys they have have failed them so far, and the teams that has been built around them have failed them. Both these guys have had a lot put on them early on because their defense gives up too many points. Uh, I mean, now they both have great running backs, but they're not using them properly. They're not blocking well enough for them. So in the end, they're coming from behind. They have to throw the ball a lot, and they're getting too much pressure on them and turning it over. So if they get better teams around and better coaches to mentor them, we'll see what they can develop. But to talk about the future for either of these guys right now is just really, you know, pulling the straws.
1: All right. So Washington leads Oregon State three to nothing in uh, the second, with about five and a half minutes to go in Corvallis. Washington has the ball and the three-point lead. I'm watching the Nets leading by five at the Moda in Portland at the start of the fourth quarter. Kyrie and company getting it done on the road in Rip City. 855-212-4CBS. Get on the phones. Let's talk college and pro football this weekend. What's the problem? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,